0: Oh, what's up guys? <laughs> it's the For the Culture Kings back with another episode. I'm I'm I am D'Angelo. I'm
1: Kayvon. Marcel. I didn't pass
0: it on to you yet, Kayvon. Don't cut still. me off. Alright. <laughs> um, what's going on with y'all today? So far today? You
1: know what I'm saying? It's, it's early in the morning. You see this <laughs> early stuff. But I get the hang of it, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing, I'm doing fine. I'm tired. That's it.
0: You wanna let us <laughs> know why you're
1: tired? I'm just, I'm just tired. I stayed up till like three this morning. Doing what? Doing me. Hey. <laughs> god, <laughs> I, <what> <laughs> <laughs> I got the angles,
0: you
2: know.
0: Oh my god, that was funny. Uh, I'm cooling right now. I got big plans later on today. Doing after what? Going school. Going down Southeast.
1: Mm.
0: All right, but look what that. Trying to link. Skipping a <laughs> Alright, moving on to what's poppin', we got a Netflix original, When They See Us. It's a docu-series about the five black boys, I believe in New York, that were wrongfully convicted of raping a white woman, and they faced, each of them faced, I think, from somewhere from 6 to 13 years in prison before the rightful, the wait, serial rapist who actually did it admitted to it, so yeah. You guys want, how you guys feel about that? I,
1: I want to and
0: by the way, they were all... I said they were black already, right? Mm-hmm. And they were all teenagers. One of them was 14, which is some of our ages. Not 13-year-olds. 14.
1: Well, I think about that is... <clears throat> when I think about that, I mean... I mean, if if you're convicted of something, I think you should just take the... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Take the charge, but if that person who stepped up and said that he had did something. Yeah, I'm about to say that. Lo right? siento. If he uh, he Step up. If he stepped up and said that he was convicted of doing something, I think that the police should let them go and take the dude that say he did something, like Lil Durk, he turned himself in. Uh, I so- oh. so.
2: Yeah. What did he do? I- it was a lot of he no, had a he lot did. of charges. He, I know I know one of his charges attempted murder, so all I know. He got attempted murder, felony weapons. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of stuff. But I and understand what you're saying, Marcel, about taking the charge, but if you haven't seen it, so I, I These mm-hmm. it was a bunch of boys in a picture going picture going to Hamilton to go play basketball at the school late at night. Hey now. And the police just pull up on y'all. And this it's 30 of y'all. And then they let five of y'all go because somebody said they know your name, told you to come. Somebody, some random person said, Marcel Simmons told me to come to this joint. That's why I'm here. So now you go get Marcel Simmons and four other people and pin a rape, a brutal rape, um, and make y'all basically say, y'all can go home if y'all sign this paper saying y'all raped this girl. 14, fourteen, thirteen. That's why I got to know y'all rights. That's the most important part. Y'all have to know y'all rights. Shout out to Miss Austin that we do know our rights. Thank you. Thank, appreciate you, Miss Austin, and Dr. Washington. She be yeah, y'all hipsters. Like y'all have to know y'all rights. Like have to know your rights. These little boys basically they tortured them for like forty-two hours. Ain't were no innocent. water, no food. They were innocent. Made them sign the paper, and that's that's what happened. They made them say they were guilty, telling them they would go home, knowing that it was, you yeah, know, knowing that. Not I like that actually a lady named uh, Laura, what's her name the lady the prosecutor's name Laura uh, Fairstein shes catching a lot of backlash right now people unfollowing her Twitter she had to delete her she had to delete her stuff she gonna karma always come back and bite you she ended up becoming a really successful they, she knew that the boys innocent and got them locked up and said I mean well
0: that's her job
2: it is her job but her job was to find no her your job was to prosecute the actual person that did it not to make up. I can say, it's like me saying, you hit me yesterday. No, I didn't. Shoot, I'm going to put D'Angelo in my house at 5.30 at night, and he stole me in the face, and I'm going to make him sign this paper. I'm going to tell him he's going to get an F. I don't want to get an F. I don't want to <laughs> get an F. I'm going to sign it. I'm going to sign it. I'll take the F. That's, i that, I'm glad, like, it's not that simple, but picture being starved for like 40 hours. They done, Oh, they beat him up. That's another two. They beat up some of the boys. They beat up some of the boys. They was putting hands on him. That's wild. That's yeah. Yeah, definitely need to go see that. Definitely watch that. I'm gonna watch that. I watched episode one, <clears throat> but, but if I but hearing something like that, how does that make y'all feel? Yeah, I got a question. Do y'all think stuff like that can still happen in America now? Yes, yeah, yes. of
1: course. Like sometimes, I, like when I go places with my friends, and it be a lot of us, mm-hmm. and like when I be with some of them, and I know someone will goofy like that, I I, I tell them to chill before we go places because like something like anything can happen. They can accidentally bump somebody, and somebody says they hit them or anything like that, and we all go get in trouble with the uh, police and stuff, so like I be telling them chill, and that's why I see where the teachers come from when they say that we need to uh, mature and stuff, and I'm saying, uh, after our age, because like anything could happen, like like I said, you accidentally bump somebody or look at somebody the wrong way, and they could uh, say that we did something to them, or we was, you know what I'm saying doing anything, and could get in trouble.
0: This um reminds me of Emmett Till because the white lady has said that he had whistled at her and was flirting with her, and he oh, yeah. he ended up being brutally murdered, tortured, and I feel Mind. like. Yeah, he did, have, he
1: did yeah. him. him dirty. But didn't she come out and say that? Uh, yeah, she it actually didn't she, happen. Yeah, he yeah. never
0: did anything to it. It's just messed kind up uh, world that we live in. Just,
1: stupid excuse my language
0: by the way guys I like you. that is, <laughs> that is a sin guys <laughs> you're just to honor thy neighbor as you would honor thyself just to pitch and put a little gospel
1: um yeah so if you guys didn't see that Netflix series uh when they see us guys need to go watch that I think y'all be very interested in it but for sports news we have Dude. The NBA has a good idea to remove the owner label, and we have red skin troubles. Uh, so, we all want to start off with the NBA? Yeah,
0: I think, well, this all <laughs> 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 uh, this all started because Snoop Dogg and Draymond Green um, were talking about this specific topic, and Draymond had felt like there should be another name for it, because nowadays with the name with the name owner coming from a team and what you own is coming from the labor of other people. It kind of reminisces back to more eighteen hundred times. You know, if you know, if you know, eighteen hundreds came on. But anyways, so yeah, basically, how do you guys feel about that? Me personally, I feel like I feel like it should be changed, but it's all on the person's outlook because I'm talking about like, the NBA sign. No, no, they're owners. That's that's oh by the way that's um, uh, dang play for the Lakers. Me? Jerry. Yeah, Jerry West. Yeah. Yesterday. You said me? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. How you feel about the
2: K one? So, uh,
1: for those of y'all that don't know what
2: he's talking about,
1: yeah, the owner, like how uh Magic Johnson was at the Lakers.
2: Yeah, um, but do you know what he mean by taking the name of owner, the label, what they mean by removing that from? Yeah, so
1: like, so like say if I play for the Lakers, like oh yeah, my owner is uh Magic Johnson.
2: Yeah, they wanna change that. They wanna change like it to something. CEO like, chairman. CEO,
0: yeah. yeah. Or yeah. it's, it's
2: Draymond said like shared something. Shared decision maker or something. I don't yeah. know. But something. I was like, ah, right, you agree, but then it's like, yeah. But that's just in case people ain't know. Yeah. K-Ron, did you understand what he said mm-hmm. okay, what right, <laughs> I think of it, I mean
1: I mean, all these years, all these years it has been like that, I don't really think it should be changed. I mean I don't really think other people have problem with it. I just think since it was brought up in the conversation, people just putting out random ideas for their, out there so they could change it. Uh, but that's my opinion on it.
2: But you say that, but um, I understand why you say that. But you also got to look at it as in, I don't know if y'all remember the, when the Houston Texans dude owner made the, song, made the statement that you can't have the, con- the prisoners controlling the Controlling the jail when they were talking about the protest and taking the knee and all that, that's that's like that slave mentality. So that's what they be talking about. That's what, I think that's where they mean, that's where that whole owner thing comes from. Like, it's different. I feel like if they be talking about, like, uh, you're. Like, I know all of us want to own something. Like, I be telling y'all in class, you want to own something when you get older. You know what I'm saying? Own a business. Something that you can call your own, like, so you ain't got to get nothing to nobody. So that, but it's, I think, like, we own something and, like, I think they just want to get the stigma off of owning me, like, property. That's what, that's what I got out of it. I think that it it's depends
0: on, like, certain people's, like, certain owners' outlooks on the title. Because, like you said, with the Houston Rockets coach, I mean, Houston Rockets, Houston Texans coach. Uh, the owner? You know, Damn, sorry. The Houston Texans owner, how he was like, you can't let the slaves control the jail. I feel like not all team owners are like that. But then you do have some that are who have that same share mentality and that's how I, look at. I
1: think I think I think it's based how, based off how the owner use use that word. Like like say if uh like a player was to go up to uh that I owner own and say something smart and the only be like, I own you, you play on my team I think then yeah, that's that's a bad way to uh use that word, but I just think, think If you say, like, yeah, I'm the owner of the Lakers, and I don't really think that's something bad, or you in that slave mentality, I just think you're just saying what you do as your career, as a job.
0: I think just to put this to rest, that the name should be changed because just more
2: NBA drama. really people should be focusing on on playing the craft that they are. I agree. But then you got to keep that same energy and all things owner-related. That's all I. It's like that's the outside to it. Make sure y'all speak into the mic, too. All right, what y'all got next? What's next? Moving on. Redskins red trouble. trouble. Boo. Tres, I don't I don't want to hear nothing about this. Who do you this like? Deadskins. Like, who, who, like? who do you like, D'Angelo? I don't, I don't watch football. Stillers. 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 Like football Stillers. Oh, still. Still I'm a football fan.
1: Steelers. Steelers suck. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL is racist. <laughs> uh, but what we really have for Redskins trouble is Trent, Trent Williams. He missed three. NFL, I mean not NFL. Three uh, practices for Redskins, and he wants uh his contract resonated or something like that. Resonated, I think they said it was. Uh,
2: redesign.
1: Yeah, um, he wanted that redesign. I don't think he want to be with the Redskins anymore. I just think he want to not play me. football. Uh, but okay, on what do you have? Would you want what to play for that? the Redskins? Of course, I would want to play for the Redskins. I ain't so, gonna
2: pay for the Reds game. That's a check, you fine. <clears playing. throat> right. Anything. So we're but, getting- Nah, on, let me take that back. I don't know, I, I can't. I'm with DeAngelo, I ain't really rocking with the NFL right now, I gotta check myself. But back in the day, though. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Okay, the
1: uh, so we were supposed to get, what's his name, Ruben Foster from the 49ers? Is that it? What yeah. position does he play? Linebacker. Oh, but, <laughs> I know. But at, um, at one of their practices, I think he, towards ACL. Yeah, he towards ACL, so he won't be playing for a season. And then, I think they're talking about releasing what's
2: his name, blah, 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 Josh Norman. That's stupid. For real. Hmm. Hey, he ain't did that since he came here. Right. Still so let me speak up. I'm the teacher. Here. He hasn't really produced much since he's been mm. here. Still, still getting cooked. Odell Beckham. But uh.
1: Ooh, shots hey, fired. Go uh, Browns. What I think is. <sighs> I think that this quarterback situation is a very hard situation. We got uh, Dwayne Haskins and, what's his name? Oh, Case Keenum. And I think those are two very good quarterbacks. But I just think that Dwayne Haskins should sit down and just uh, watch the old guys work to uh, see what he can do better and how could he understand the game a little more by just sitting and watching. And uh I just think that sometime during the season his time will come. Um but yeah that's what I think about the quarterback situation. And goodwill will Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's what we got for Redskins. Dead We're not about them, them, <laughs> um, the
0: bummy Eagles right now. So um, Oh, Holy yeah. disrespect. So, I don't want to Eagles looking <laughs> a little rough over there.
2: I don't no uh-huh. problems. We we still we still got a ring in the last couple years. So we I, hey, I'm good Ooh. for like the next ten. Feel me? I'm <laughs> hey, like I'm a-
1: not a Ravens fan. I'm a Chiefs fan. Uh, hey, yeah, hey Cheetah. Oh, uh. <laughs> hey Cheetah, hey Cheetah, please come back to the NFL. Uh, NFL, got let him back. <laughs> let him back. Cheetah got some issues. Hey, time out, time out, time out. Before we skip over this, how y'all like Le'Veon Bell swag with the Jets? Oh, I see. That you. way over I there, killing you. it. He on Bill me a dog. And he'll him, man. Yep. He will rock rockin' that. Yep. Well, uh, what's his name? He just made a song with... Uh, Talk to the mic, y'all, boy. I, uh, I forgot the person's name, but yeah, he just made a song with someone. But, yeah, on to what's going on in the world. We have a shooting in Clinton, Maryland. Right over there in... Um, I don't know what to say <laughs> And uh, we have American Resort Deaths and Jay-Z is a billionaire. Oh, man. Ariana, highest paid female music, musician, $600 million. Let's kick so, things
0: off with the um, shooting in Maryland. It was a couple um, found dead in their townhouse. Uh, police, oh my God, I can't talk today. Police and uh, emergency services officials um, felt as though that there was, well, at the, at the scene of the crime, they, they were dead on site. And there's no, there's no, there's. Oh my God! I can't talk today. There has been no further information released about the um potential murder or homicide, if you want to call it that. But yeah, well, how do you guys feel about this? Pretty close to the, um
1: the area. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of um <coughs> crazy. It's my neck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> over there How do you feel? Though? How do you feel about that? Is that been stuff? the neck of your woods?
2: Uh. To be honest, no, it don't, I don't really feel any different. I'm not trying like it's not normal, but shootings happen everywhere. Like we can have a shooting happen down the street right now. Yeah. I I would be more scared if they would have said it was a mass shooting. I'd be like, oh, y'all getting closer to home. Okay, I got it. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> leave. You <laughs> Go. It's always. I will, always I, say, say. I will say this. I was more scared about getting shot or getting. Sh- I was more scared about mass shootings in Florida, when I in Florida. Yeah, because- Oh, yeah, the um, high school shooting. Yeah, I was more scared about They actually passed the law in Florida that allows teachers to hold guns in the classroom. That's Wait, um, the smartest study, though. It was That's one thing smarty? I was watching I about
1: know. a Florida shooting where it said that the security guard was outside. He left. Yeah, he left while the uh, person was inside shooting. Yeah, he just got charged, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, he got charged last night. Yep. Or yesterday or something like that, and he was directing the police the wrong way. He was scared. He, but
2: don't.
1: Yeah, that's really
2: came. Yeah, I think the people on oh, your yeah, American resorts. Jeff. What about? Oh, it was well. At first, am huh, gonna say this. I think
0: five days before, it was a couple, a black couple, um, actually from the area, from D.M.V. Um, they went to the Dominican Republic. That's where the resort is located, and they were found dead in their room. And then I think maybe five days earlier or later than they, from their death, another person was found from the found, found dead in the resort, and so now I believe that U.S. embassy officials are looking to investigate it, uh, as well as uh, Dominican Republic uh, police enforcement. So, um, how do you guys feel about that?
1: I feel like to me it's like too uh, too fishy, so I think like. It's it's something that's going on to these rooms. Yeah,
0: that's suspect.
1: Or something like that. Yeah, something like that.
2: About.
0: Oh, and they all died because of respiratory failure, which means that it was something that had gotten into like their breathing that messed them up.
1: Yeah, I think I think eat I think either
0: uh, a work or something. <laughs> he said eat. What? <laughs> was bringing up food.
1: Oh. They eat breakfast. Um. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I think like a work or something or uh. uh What's the person called? Uh housekeeping. Yeah, housekeep housekeeper got into one of their rooms and um you know what I'm saying put something in there. Like did something while they were asleep or something, which I think was caused caused that uh, caused their death. But came um, you have any thoughts on that? No, you took the words right out of my mouth.
3: Oh god <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, first she was doing
0: You came on Now you got people Taking stuff out your mouth <laughs> <laughs> He came off sussy uh, uh, Oh my
1: um, Alright so we have Jay Z is a billionaire
0: Is he? Jay-Z, yes Jay Z has officially Become the first rapper To become a billionaire And him and his wife Are over, worth over A billion dollars
1: Yo one thing I can say about uh Beyonce, I may be a little late, but her Coachella performance. I thought was, he was like, like that? that. I thought he was like, you no. Have y'all seen
2: that? Nope. I heard her songs. You seen that myself? Nah, no, I heard it though. My girlfriend was watching it. Yeah, I, I heard. Um, I like Beyonce. She established. I ain't. She ain't got nothing else to prove. Beyonce is established. Established in my book. Yeah. Um,
1: people these, like people like she different from other people because like she could uh. She could make one face and make another one. Like she could uh, have you off track. You know what I'm saying? Like she could look all mean and stuff, but you know what I'm saying still in a happy moment.
0: I feel like what Jay Z has just done. I feel like it's really inspirational because it's first of all he's black, and second of all he's a rapper, and it's not really common for them to reach the accolade accolade that he has by reaching a billion dollars. Because you see, most rappers buying jewelry. And shoes and clothes and throwing the money away, and but you got Jay Z who's being a businessman and is have, has invested into multiple things which is which is, where, which is what got him to where he is today.
2: Um, yeah, he got I think he got yeah. money the money came from Duce, Duce Ace of Spades <laughs> Rock Nation title was worth 100 million uh, his, his art is worth 70 million. His art, his music, Dang.
0: or like actual art. His What's art collection, got- his his music oh.
2: collect, his music catalog. I believe was worth seventy five. It was like I, I, big check. It was seventy, seventy five, seventy five. Some were some was worth like three hundred million. I think that's Ace of Spades. Me. He wor- yeah, He's a smart businessman. He said it all the time. Not a take said, notes. Not a businessman. I'm a businessman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but mm. moving on. We have Rihanna, Riri. the highest paid female musician, and she's currently getting paid $600 million. So, well, Once that again, smart guy. Say, huh? so, tell us about that, Mr. Smart Guy, D'Angelo.
0: Okay, thank you for the uh, compliment. Well, kind of similar with the Jay-Z thing. Rihanna has multiple outlets that she's invested in, such as her clothing brand, her music, her makeup. And I think she just released something else. So, yeah, she's... um. The highest-paid female musician was six worth $1,600 six, oh my God! I said sixteen hundred six hundred million dollars over Madonna and Beyonce. Dang! So How do you y'all get, feel about that? Who's the real queen? That's, that's um.
1: Exactly. I'm still saying Beyonce a them. but yeah.
0: I feel like it's all about being smart with your money. Cause if you look at Jay Z and Rihanna, Jay Z and Rihanna. Yeah,
1: Beyonce. Oh, oh, no! Oh, I no, say,
0: oh, no, what, what? If you look at Jay-Z and Rihanna, Jay-Z and Rihanna you'll see, a, like, the choices they make with their money, you're not really buying lavish clothes. Well, I won't say that. They're not really being too extravagant with what they purchase, like, nothing serious. But, yeah, I think it's all, all about making smart choices with what you do, with what you pay. paying. Kayvon?
1: Okay, y'all, it's Kavon. I'm back again, and I'm introducing... Our special guest by the name of Ahijale Elumise. Hey,
3: how y'all doing? What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> so, uh, all right. All
1: right. He's the senior, senior cybersecurity engineer for MITRE and CEO and founder of Cyber Intellects. Would you like to tell us more about, you know,
3: you? Yeah, so, um, again, yeah, my name is Ahijale Alumise. Um I'm a senior cybersecurity engineer with the MITRE Corporation, and I'm also founder and CEO of the Cybersecurity Intellects. Um, The Cybersecurity Intellects is a lifestyle and media company all about informing the public about the importance of cybersecurity and privacy in their everyday life. Um, We uh, leverage social media very heavily and we also like to uh, get into classrooms and get into situations where we can just communicate and discuss with people um, the importance of cybersecurity, why they should care about it, why, why it should be on their mind. Um, and things of that nature uh, to kick into things why did you choose this specific career field um so i majored in computer science at hampton university and towards my towards the beginning of my junior year i was fortunate enough to have an internship uh, with the department of homeland security um doing cyber security work um that was my first experience with cyber security and I just loved it. Um, I was doing research pretty much trying to um, uh, see whether a person would commit um, a cybersecurity breach before they even do it. So it was kind of like some predictive uh, analytics that I was doing there. And it was just amazing work. And from that point on, I just knew cybersecurity was for me.
1: Uh, Dad, did you have anyone in your family that uh, did this or something like this?
3: Yeah, so my dad, um, (coughs) my dad isn't a cybersecurity engineer, but my dad is an information, he's in IT. So um, pretty much growing up, we built computers together. Um, He was a real big reason why I even wanted to go to Hampton University and major in computer science. Um, So yeah, I definitely owe my dad most of the credit for me going down this path. Growing up, did you ever see yourself being where you are today? (laughs) Um... I actually didn't know what I wanted to be when I was younger so um, I, I, I'm not gonna say I saw myself where I am today but I just knew I was gonna work hard to try to be successful to some degree um, so I would just say that I am happy where I am right now but I know I, I still have a long way to go
1: so I know you said a little bit about this off the mic but can you tell the people a little bit of something about the Prince George's County 40 under 40 in the ABCU bus 30 30 under 30 under 30?
3: Yeah, so um, the HBCU bus 30 under 30 is pretty much an award given by HBCU bus to individuals under 30 that um, did something pretty cool in their career field. Um, this cohort was a 2019 cohort and um, I was fortunate enough to receive the award Receive the award because of my work with the cybersecurity and elects, and also um, my work with the MITRE Corporation. Um, the Prince George's County 40 under 40 um, is a similar award um, but for individuals that live in Prince George's County um, and they try to tap into um, all of the the smarts going on in Prince George's County and, and they select 40 people under 40 that are again doing pretty cool things trying to get them to come together and share the knowledge that they have with the broader community so I was very happy to receive both awards and look forward to working with uh, the cohort to try to get things done
1: uh, <clears throat> I have a like question, like if if you didn't uh, do this job, do you have anything else that you was interested in?
3: Yeah, so that's a great question, um, and I'm kind of trying to do this now with the cybersecurity intellects. But um, I I love entertainment, um, rap just pop culture in general, movies, music in general, um, anything entertainment, which is why the Cybersecurity Intellects is my attempt to merge cybersecurity with entertainment. Um, And we're still working at it, you know, got some things to brush up. But if I wasn't doing this, I would probably, you know, want to be an attorney for a rapper or something like that, just trying to help them navigate the industry and and make sure they don't get, um, they get everything they deserve. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah <was> <laughs> that, uh Speaking of rappers, do you have any
1: specific person you would like to work
3: with? Um, talk
2: to the mic,
3: y'all. I mean, I love all of the rappers out there, um, but I will say my favorite rapper, in this order, and I'm saying this, uh, and it's gonna be recorded, is Lil Wayne, Future, Kanye, Rick <laughs> Ross, Jay Z. Actually, Jay Z, Rick Ross. So any of those five, um, I would love to work with at some point in my life. Um, it would be an honor. I love all of their music. Um, and a lot of them have been doing good things in the community as well, so. Can I, I, I ask that. why Little
0: Wayne is first? The way <laughs> <a man.
3: laughs> so I don't know if y'all know, but me and Mr. O go way, way, way back. Um, and in our high school days, like, Little Wayne was it. Like, I don't know who is the most popular now. Um, Indian in- Okay, so whoever is the most popular Trish. now, Little Wayne was that, and not only was was he that, but he was that for like a good eight year span. So a lot of people that are around my age, um, we just love Little Wayne. And although you know his music has kind of shifted and changed since then, he still holds a, pus- a special place in our heart. So. Kanye
2: would be on my list, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more
1: Gucci, well, yeah, really, a lot really, of people say bro. that uh, Kanye is a good rapper. He just do some messed up things. <laughs>
3: Um, yeah. That was a question or a statement? No, it was a statement. Oh, okay.
1: You <laughs> don't have any more uh, questions?
3: Uh, no. What does, like, a regular day at the um,
0: at the MITRE Corporation look like for you?
3: Oh, uh, man. So there, I would say it isn't really a typical uh, regular day. It's kind of fluid, um, but I would just speak to one of the things that I do. Um, so I work with the Department of Defense um, Space and Missile Systems Center, Uh, The L.A. Air Force Base, of course, based out of L.A. And pretty much what that group is doing is helping our soldiers um, develop the next generation of uh, GPS receivers. So we have the GPS receivers that we use on our phones to, you know, get from point A to point B. But our soldiers have GPS systems that they use, you know, when they're on the battlefield trying to get from point A to point B. And it's very critical. You know, they're facing, you know, live gunfire and things like that. So what my team is currently doing is helping defense contractors develop secure handheld GPS systems, so that the our adversaries don't hack into these GPS systems and cause havoc for our soldiers.
1: Um. Speaking of uh, like when you said that LA, uh, like has based out of LA,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, have you, have you guys ever traveled, like doing like with your job?
3: Yeah. So um, I actually lived in LA. Uh, Between like 2015, 2017. I'm gonna move back this way to attend Georgetown Law School. Next year will be my final year. Um, But since most of my work, or about half of my work, is still in LA, I travel uh, back and forth a lot. Um, Not as much as I used to, but I I, I probably get out to LA maybe uh, twice every three, four months. Yeah,
1: like a month ago, we just took a trip to Georgetown Law School. Oh, really? It was in Washington.
3: George Washington, that's oh, oh, a pretty good school, too. <laughs> and, and just, uh, I have to say this as a disclaimer, nothing I say here uh, represents anything the Miter corporation, uh, doesn't represent the Miter corporation, um, and I'm speaking on behalf of myself and no one else. A little plug,
2: real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Safety net.
1: So, um, we noticed you a an um, engineer, and I want to be an engineer, so mm-hmm. I just want to know what advice would you give to other people that's trying to get on your way, like walk us through your process and all that.
3: Okay, um, so I think everyone's path is different, of course. Um, And being in, I would just say this first, being an an engineer is awesome. If you're one that, you know, loves to be creative, loves to, you know, figure out how to do new things, I think engineering is definitely the the path for you. But I would just say, do your research beforehand, make sure it's something that you, you know, really, really want to do. Because going into uh, Hampton, although I knew I loved technology and putting stuff together, I didn't really know what it entailed. Like I didn't really know what kind of courses I would be taking, how tough they would be because it definitely was tough. Um, But I would just say, do your research, uh, make sure it's something that you really wanna do and just kinda push through, execute and make sure you pave your own way um, and don't let no one tell you you can't do it because you can. Um, I've had a lot of people, you know, along the way, you know, that weren't so positive about things that I aspire to do and um, I just kind of use that as fuel to, to keep moving forward. Uh,
1: in your future, uh, like, what would you wish to succeed in besides this job? Like, any, Is there any other goals you would like to reach or any standards you would like to reach um, I
3: Honestly, what I want to do the most um, is just have a, a, a greater impact on a broader community. Um, whether that's, you know, informing them about why cybersecurity and privacy is important or just, you know, being some sort of uh, role model or a sense of a spark of inspiration for individuals to pursue their dreams and reach their goal, um, that's that's really what I would love to do. I mean, being an engineer is awesome. Um, you know, the pay is, of course, good and things like that, but, you know, that's kind of that isn't really what life is all about at the end of the day. I think, you know, touching people and having an impact um, that's bigger than yourself is really the goal. With,
0: like, every journey, there's always trials and tribulations. To get to where you are today, were there any challenges that you had to overcome?
3: <laughs> um, I, there were a, a ton of challenges, roadblocks, obstacles um, from high school to undergrad to my master's program at Carnegie Mellon, even in law school now. Um, Again, like I was saying before, there's people that doubt you or, you know, you kind of need help from people and they don't necessarily believe in you all the way, so they're kind of hesitant to to give you the assistance that you kind of need. But I would just say pushing through and always believing in yourself um, and really using or trusting uh, your, your core and, and and how you grew up in, and a family that instilled values in you and also leaning on your family um, will definitely get you through all those obstacles. And of course, uh, putting your trust in God as well.
1: Uh, <clears throat> that man said, uh, what us guys like to tell Mr. Ahegele about ourselves and what we want to accomplish. Right. Well, you already know me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I already told you, I'm trying to be a um, software engineer. Okay. So oh, yeah. Uh,
0: I wanna well first play ball, but if that doesn't work out, I'm going to probably like sports medicine or sports science. Okay. I'm gonna sports science. Ball not gonna work out. <laughs> ball, Disrespect. football, basketball. Which I do one? a little bit of both. Both. Okay.
3: Which one is your favorite? Basketball. Basketball. All
1: right. Uh, same with though Uh, I started off playing football for like my first. About five, four years. I mean, I enjoyed it, but once I got older, and like the people around me, they were doing the same. But like, they really started playing basketball, and they really blew up in it, stopped being all over YouTube. So mm-hmm. I thought, like, I thought that I I have that same mentality, but like, I'm not there yet. But hopefully, uh, at least by next year or a year from now, I'll be at that stage of level where I'm on YouTube. Man, I have people looking up to me, trying to do the same. Same thing my, as I'm doing, but if that doesn't work, I would like to like, I would want to be like something with like, um, like a lawyer or something. Cool. Or like, uh, yeah, so, like a lawyer or something, an OPO officer to help people. It's like, let uh, teenagers, like to help them for a better place, better like do better things in life. Okay. All right,
3: have y'all um, spoken to people that are doing what you want to do to see, you know, what you need to do now to get to where they are? Uh,
1: yeah, actually. Our social teacher in Austin, she brought a lot of people in for us, like, to help us, uh, like, to help us, for us to look up to, and, like, to continue our dream and impact us with a lot of stuff. So okay. she, like, helped us with a lot of that. All right.
2: True, true.
3: <laughs> and you said software engineer, right? Yeah. Is there any, you want to develop apps or... Um, you know, do you know what kind of software engineer you want to be, or just kind of I mean, figure it out as you go?
1: I just love uh, technology, so when I think of <laughs> when I think of software engineer, I say software engineer because hopefully someday I want to make my own. You know. Yeah. Cause, okay. Uh, last Friday, we actually took a trip to Facebook headquarters. Really? We're in
3: uh DC, DC. DC. Oh, yeah, cool.
1: And it was uh, telling us. About every how they uh, do stuff on Facebook and mm-hmm. Instagram and it was some Instagram engineers that telling us what they do and how they put stuff up there and like how they uh, block things that's not supposed to be up on yeah. uh, social media <laughs> policies yeah <clears throat> yeah so okay. I really enjoyed that I feel like that could be another job that I'll take on just in the settings and how things work there and like cause like I ain't gonna lie when we first heard Facebook headquarters he was like What's that? Yeah, But when we got there, it was nothing like what we imagined. Mm -hmm. It was, like, way better. And they explained it to us. And I really, like, it it caught caught an eye.
3: Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you said that because I think in general, the field of technology or cybersecurity, um, you know, I think it kind of had a negative connotation or one that, you know, only geeks do this or something like that. There's a lot of cool people doing cool things in the field of technology. So I would definitely, and and STEM in general, um, I would definitely uh, recommend the STEM field to those that are still looking for, um, trying to figure out what they want to do in their future. Or if they think they've already figured it out, I would just say, you know, do a little bit of research. You might actually um, like what you see.
1: Uh, Speaking of like uh, engineering stuff, do you uh, do like a lot of coding?
3: Um, I I used to. um, So, Back in my fresh out of Hampton computer science days, I did do a bit of coding. Um, a lot of my internships evolved a lot of coding, whether it was uh, scripting um, or uh, object-oriented programming. But now I've kind of shifted gears a bit, um, and which is also why I'm in law school now. I'm, I'm kind of shifting gears from the deep technical coding to like the more of the policy um, side of cybersecurity and, and technology in general.
1: Yeah. Uh. Coding, I know like a little bit about coding, cause like our science teacher, uh, um, it was like one of the little enrichment cluster, mm-hmm. and he like taught taught me and a couple other my peers that's not in this group, but he taught us how to uh, code, and it was it was real cool, but like if you don't like if you don't take the time to listen to that, <laughs> I mean you gonna get real frustrated, cause yeah.
2: yeah uh, <laughs>
1: It, uh, it take time, like to learn how to do stuff. Yeah. Do you
3: remember what language you were coding in? Uh,
1: we was just uh like, we was just making shapes. Okay. How to do the basics first. Okay. Like we was really they didn't really know what we was doing, but
3: like beginners for yeah. Wins. Okay. Yeah, I've lost sleep. I'm not gonna lie, um, over some coding projects that I was assigned to. It, it's very you got to be very detail oriented. It could be one simple line of code that you forgot to type that you'll be pulling your hair out over for like two days and then when you finally get it, it's like, oh my goodness, this was the reason why this thing hasn't been working. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, a challenging field, but it's very rewarding, I would say.
1: Okay.
0: You had mentioned that you're um, Hampton alone. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Hampton's out here producing, I see. You got Mr. O, Miss Whitby, couple fellow Hampton alone. Were you in the same like, class with one another? We live together. Yeah, he was my roommate.
3: Uh, yeah, you know, we went to uh, Largo High School yeah, together. We were roommates at Hampton. He got a
2: state ring. Championship. <laughs> yeah, we won a
3: championship my uh, junior year. what did you play? Basketball. I yeah. can't yeah. be <laughs> We'll see, we'll see. He'll <laughs> tell
2: you, I'm all
3: right. He'll tell you. Yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> Mr. O pretty good. Streaky shooter. Streaky shooter. shooter. I
2: told y'all, Don't let me get shooter. hot. <laughs> <laughs> I tell y'all that. I'm jacking every time
3: too. <laughs> don't care make, miss. Ah y'all um so you said y'all wanna play ball, you wanna be an engineer? Do y'all know what school y'all thinking about going to? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they got
1: choices, but uh I'll be attending uh Calvin Coolidge High School.
3: No, I'm I'm saying college. Oh college? Yeah. Uh, uh
1: see I'm MIT. Know. MIT, okay. No, no. No, no yeah, no, yeah. That wasn't, i mean, I, mean that wasn't I have choices. Like, I like to uh, like go to Duke and Clemson, Alabama, and Oregon. But like, I, just, I, I don't really like have, like, when I get older, like, whatever comes to me first, whatever can help me yeah. get to my dream, that's what I would take.
3: Okay. I
0: don't really know exactly you what college. You like you I don't really know exactly what college, but I know I want it to be Ivy League because mm-hmm. I want to get an education and play ball at the same time. Okay. Best of both worlds. Yeah,
3: I mean, you could definitely get an education at non-Ivy League schools, too. But I, I feel what you're saying, though. There's a lot of great opportunities coming out of Ivy Leagues, for sure. And you? Me? <laughs>
1: I don't know. I mean, for the longest, I don't think I want to go there anymore. But for the longest, I've been wanting to go to, what is it, uh, Miami University. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't think I'm going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Miami. Hurricanes. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. I'll wrap it up, y'all,
2: yeah,
0: All right, that's it for this episode. Thank our special guests for coming.
3: Uh, Thank y'all for having me. Really appreciate it. Anything you guys want to get off your chest before we get?
1: No, no. Anything I got to say? No, nobody?
3: I just said
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. That's it. All right. Bow.